There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth podcast and today's episode I want to speak about productivity. Um, productivity, believe it or not, is something that I believe as though I struggle with. Now for perspective, I have really, really come a very, very long way but as my business grows and as life demands more of me and as the reality check of adulting keeps setting in more and more and more, I'm like, okay, Latina, because you're being called for more, it means that you are going to have to up-level the way that you do a lot of things, if not everything. So I've been spending a lot of time in this crazy, obsessive type of way, you know, experimenting and playing with what works for me, what isn't working for me. And I feel as though now is a beautiful time to share that with you. So, truth be told, I've not gotten it down packed as yet, but I have come to this beautiful place in life to acknowledge that this is a freaking experiment, which means that I need to be open to all the trial and error. And as I trial and error, I'm also going to share my trial and errors with you. And you, of course, because as I always mention, your only obligation here is to take what you need and discard the rest and of course give whatever it is you are taking a chance as in implement it act upon it see what the results bring for you and then make an informed decision about whether or not it is exactly what it is you need to do you never know it may be the missing link in your own personal experiment so here we're gonna go i'm gonna share with you some things that you could start implementing immediately to improve your functioning okay so if you're a mother if you're a business owner if you're a mother who is a business owner um, right now in the middle of the pandemic there's online school um, etc and things get a bit crazy so first thing I want to mention is energy planning being super aware of the highs and lows of your day when are the times of the day that you are most is your peakest time when are the times of the day that you feel most alive what are the times of the day that you feel very blur and drawn out 
use that as your starting point, all right? So when you're aware of that, then you're going to decide the type of activities that you are going to do within those time frames. So a lot of people I know still are on this people-pleasing, not setting boundaries type of thing. And I'm telling you, when it comes to this type of thing here where your life is calling for an up-level, it means that boundaries are going to have to be implemented. Saying no is going to have to be implemented. Deciding deciding to forego certain things are going to be mandatory so that you could be able to show up for yourselves in the best possible way you can the following day or within a day. All right? So, number one, be super clear about your energetic highs and lows for the day. Um, that is also a trial and error. And I just want to make a disclaimer. Everything that I'm about to say in this podcast is going to be based on trial and error. Some things you know without a doubt. Other things you get to experiment with to see what works with you or what works for you. So after you're clear on that, this productivity thing actually starts from the day before. It legit starts from the day before. So the Just For You Journal, if you are aware, uh, the Just For You Journal is a, is a tool that I created that essentially helps you reparent yourself. And the last two things in that just for you journal that happens daily is for you to acknowledge things that you are grateful for and what is your intention for the following day so what that does essentially is give you um some feel good before you go to sleep which is by acknowledging the three things that you're grateful for so it really does put you in this calmer space you feel more peaceful more relaxed in a better mood so you get to go to sleep in that state and when you decide what you have to do the following day before you go to sleep, what you do is give your subconscious mind work to do while you sleep. And what it also does is reduce decision fatigue. Now, when I first heard about the, f- the phrase decision fatigue, I saw, I saw like decision fatigue equals Latina, if I had to be so honest, because a lot of what was missing for me was being super clear about what it is I had to do right like what i know i have a hundred things to do but i did not or i was not implementing in the best way letting my subconscious mind do the work for me before i go to sleep so that when i wake up the next morning i am super clear on what it is i have to do what i realized was because what i was trying to do was go to sleep cool do my gratitude etc i would probably set my intention i would say something along the lines of you know i'm gonna have a productive day tomorrow etc etc But I wouldn't be like super, super clear in terms of, okay, these are the three things I have to do or these are the two things that I have to do. What I was trying to do was when I get up the following day, then I would decide on what my tasks were. But with the overwhelm of getting up, having to prepare my daughter, online school, this, that, and the other, I would have felt like a headless chicken for quite some time. Because as I said, I know I have a lot of things to do. And a lot of the things that I have to do is important. If not all the things... um, are important right so i would end up feeling fatigued like completely drained now when i realize oh my god this decision fatigue is actually what my struggle is then a light bulb went off i would also feel decision fatigue when it came to what am i eating for lunch because i'm like okay i'm not cooking so i have to go and get food i'm not cooking i have to go and collect food from my sister and even if i'm cooking i'm like oh my god what in god's name am i cooking right and 
I also learned recently that, you know, we have about 50 to 70,000 thoughts that go through our brains per day. So could you imagine a huge chunk of that is around, okay, what to eat, what to work on today, what to wear. Like, my God, in terms of those decisions, honestly, it is a lot. And it gets very, very overbearing and annoying when we have so many other bigger things to see about, all right? So what I'm saying here is to start your planning the night before. So you're going to take off your phone or get off of social media, get off of the blue lights and all the lights. You know, about a half hour to an hour before you sleep, you're going to start a journal, three things you're grateful for, and you're going to make three things that you are um, going to engage in the following day. So that way, when you wake up the following day, you're already waking up with a plan. So you don't have to go, you're not getting up trying to figure out, well, what am I supposed to do today, right? And these are concepts that I learned from Benjamin Hardy and some other people. So what I'm sharing with you is what I've been learning and trying to implement for myself and, you know, experimenting. And I've just created something combined that I've been experimenting with and sharing with you. So that's what we're going to do first. Three things you're grateful for, three things that you are intending on doing tomorrow. And so when you get up the following day, you already know, okay, great. You, you wake up with a different type of energy because you're already super clear about things that you have to do. According to Benjamin Hardy, the first task that you're going to do should be a task that is important, not urgent. So important means that it actually contributes to your future goal. So whatever your future goal is, it is it is going to help build towards that. So if you're a business owner, if you are... So I'd use a business owner. For me, that important but not urgent task would be to create some type of long form content. Because what that does is support me in terms of my future, in terms of my future self, in terms of what it is I'm striving for. So if that is a podcast, if that is a blog, some type of long form content that is going to support me. Good. So he then says... And this is also what I've been implementing. So as you get up in the morning, you do not go for your phone. Now, this is something that I've been doing for a long time. And I noticed the complete difference when I would get up and go straight to my phone and go into social media and respond to messages versus getting up and just leaving my phone where it is and going about my merry business until I have grounded and settled myself. So what you're going to do then is get up. You do not go to social media because you have to recall that when you first get up in the morning, you are basically in the most creative, most powerful state that you are you could possibly be in for the day. And that is the most perfect time for you to create, for you to do your downloads, for you to share, for you to have clarity about a lot of things, right? So to start putting a lot of other things into your brain that, you know, is secondary, is not, is not the best service to you. It's actually a disservice to you. So as you get up, um, make sure and hydrate so have a glass of water in my instance I usually use chlorophyll drops and I could always link those chlorophyll drops to you so I get up and I have a glass of chlorophyll water and then we switch environments so we go outside so I go outside I would just like just for a few moments nothing big because I, where I live I don't have a yard per se I live in an apartment complex so I don't have a yard so I would just go out into the balcony take some deep breaths look around and 
then we do some stretching, right? And my stretching, as I said, guys, none of this is long and drawn out. It's quick, quick business here, but I'm not moving hastily as though I'm in a hurry. I'm taking any moment, I'm appreciating the fresh air, etc. So I do some stretching, some deep breathing, and then I'm like, okay, um, let me journal. And in my journaling, I would simply write three things that I'm grateful for. And then I would acknowledge the things that I have to do today. And I would write it down. And I'm writing it down with no stress because I already know what it is I have to do. Because I already made the decision the night before. And my subconscious mind did what it already had to do while I was sleeping. So I'm like, okay, next up, we're going to get ourselves ready for the day. We're going to prepare the child for school, etc., etc. Right? So I'm saying then that after you do that in the night and you get up in the morning, you're one going to hydrate first. You're going to change your environment. So you're not going to, you know, just stay in your bed, etc. You're going to go outside, switch the environment. Then after you do that, you're going to just stretch for a few moments just to get, you know, the energy, blood pumping, something, take some deep belly breaths. And all of this is pretty short, guys. We don't need to make it drawn out and long. And then you're just going to take a few moments to write, to just journal three things that you're grateful for. And while you're journaling, be very sincere, be very... Like feel that expansion in your belly, in your heart space, you know, just really acknowledging, being able to do the things that you're doing. And then the three things that you decided that you are going to do for the day. And you're going to make the decision that the first task that you're going to engage in is going to be important, but not urgent. And now this is where uh, more of the productivity things come into space. So a very, very dear friend of me, shared that what he does is he has a youtube playlist or youtube um what do you call that like a youtube concert from his favorite artists etc and how much ever time is the length of that youtube playlist that is the time frame that he is going to sit down without distraction and pump out whatever work it is he has to get done and i found out that was a beautiful 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 solution in terms of getting rid of the distraction and being able to sit focused and driven and motivated without you know wondering oh my god what does i have to do so you're going to actually plan out and that is where in my experimenting that being super clear about what the important task is comes into play so if it is in this case for me to distribute for me to do a podcast and distribute it then um if I know my time frame on the YouTube playlist is an hour and a half, so an hour and a half, the intention already is to um, do the podcast, do the distribution, etc., etc., and I have an hour and a half to do so, right? Now, to compound to that, what I also started to do was track my time by half hour increments. Now, I know we're getting a little extra here, but what is measured is improved, so the only way that I would have seen what my time wasters are or were and where my energy is dipping, where I feel most vibrant was if I tracked the things that I was doing. So for three days straight, from the moment I opened my eyes to the moment I went to sleep, I recorded in absolute detail every single activity that I have done half hour by half hour. Honestly, it sounds... Um, a lot harder than it actually is but what it did do was open up my eyes in a big way for me to see where the gaps 
in my life lay where like where they lie where they come from and of course when i see that and i have this type of raw data now i'm able to make better decisions and i'm able to change the way that i do certain things so what you can do then so this is you doing two things here you could do your this make your decision well this is these three things that i'm going to do today and every half an hour you're going to record what it is you're doing and you would notice how much time you might see 10 minutes you're on scrolling through on social media you know you spend 20 minutes um talking to somebody who you have no business talking to at a certain point in time and you will just notice certain things you may see that a task that you put that would have only taken you an hour it actually took two hours and a half so this is why it is super important for you to track your data so while you are there setting your youtube playlist and you're using that you could also be checking okay at the end of every half hour what did i complete what did i complete what did i complete and so that's the option one in terms of that the second option would be to take it in 25 minute increments so you have 25 minutes to just jam whatever it is you're doing then you take a five minute break then you go right back 25 minutes again you jam the next five minutes 25 minutes again jam the next five it's not jam so you jam for 25 minutes and you rest for the next five minutes and you do this so your maximum amount of time to do this is four 25 minute sprints if you are still there after the fourth 25 minute sprint, then your breaks need to be further apart. 50 minutes to 30 minutes, right? Cool. So I hope you're here with me and I hope you're taking notes, right? The third thing to do, have a designated start time and cutoff time. So I was super guilty of not having a start time or a cutoff time. So I would start whenever I feel and I will cut off whenever I feel. And boy, oh boy, didn't, that made no sense. Because I would notice that sometimes my start time might be 1 o'clock in the day. And then I have to leave 10 to 3 to go to the gym. So that didn't make any sense. And then sometimes I would start 6 o'clock in the morning. And I'm still there till 11, 12 o'clock in the night. Which is also crazy. And the truth is, that is not the type of energy you want to be building your thing with that's any type of lifestyle you want to have you want something that is sustainable and so deciding when your start time and your cutoff time is actually is a big big game changer so for me my start time would be six o'clock in the morning until half seven i take that break to deal with my daughter so my official official start time then i should say is from nine till one two for the latest because that is the time that she's in school and there are things that I could do then and then I would have because I'm a mother I'd have a second segment which would be from eight o'clock to or probably from seven till nine I should say um to just wrap up what it is I'm doing for tomorrow what are the plans etc etc but nothing heavy between seven to nine right so you're gonna do your stuff like that, right? You're going to have a specific start time. You're going to have a specific um, end time. What is another thing that has supported me in terms of my productivity? Oh, definitely clocks, right? So this might sound crazy, but alarms. Alarms work in a really big way. So you put an alarm. So the same thing with the 25-minute sprint. Sure, no problem. That is in terms of specific tasks. But in terms of you saying... 
time to cut off. My end time is at six o'clock. Then you set an alarm end time. If it if you have kids, quality time with your kids. So your quality time, you either have a specific time for the quality time for your kids, or you decide on a timed amount of time for quality time for the kids. And in my case, I had decided to do timed quality time with my daughter. So the routine became when I come home from gym, that time after I'm finished gym, I would legitimately set a timer and I'll be like, okay, babe, this is our uninterrupted time here. No phone, no distraction, no nothing. You have my undivided time and attention here and you have it and we play and we whatever. And when the alarm goes off, she knows, okay, it's time to wrap up. And by that time, honestly, guys, I make sure. So for some people, a half of might sound absurd, but just very big side note. You all ever notice those daddies who work really hard, right? Those men, your husband, your child father, whatever, our uncle, they work really hard. They're not around for 90% of the day. But when they do come around, they are around for like 15, 20 minutes and they're playing and horseback riding and they're doing everything with them in that space. And their children and the children, your children, our children act as though they are God. They act as though, you know, my God, my dad is the whole bestest people in the whole wide world. This time as the mother, we are home with these picnics whole day, whole night, bathing them, cleaning them, feeding them. You know, making sure that they're good, cleaning up behind them. And they give two shits about us. But when daddy comes for 10 minutes or 15 minutes of uninterrupted play, all is well in the world, right? And I I learned that from a particular family member. He is a like serial entrepreneur and he does not play with his business. But when that man comes home to see about his children, swear to God... He the undivided attention is so supreme that those children worship him as though you know he's the best thing and you know I and from that he explains to me the thing about children don't need children don't need you to be there twenty four seven no children need that when you are there you are present and on and give them the undivided attention and that resonated in such a big way so. I say all that to say said to basically justify my half hour although I don't have any reason to but you know what I mean. If you are one of those mummies or daddies who have been, you know, feeling the guilt about, oh my God, you know, I'm not spending enough time. That shit works. I've been doing it with my daughter and I've seen a huge difference. Her complaints about how much I play with her has reduced a lot. She seems way more settled, way more, um, you know, appreciated in terms of that me coming down to her level and playing with her. And then I... Also, don't have the guilt and the annoyance and the frustration of feeling like, oh my God, I could be doing something else instead of playing Dolly House for three hours, you know? So, that is just a, a random tip. You could legitimately decide the time frame that you are going to spend quality time with your peoples, with your children, with your partner, with your friends, and say, okay, this is the time frame. We have an hour, we have half an hour. We have two hours. This is my cutoff time, etc. And the reason why this is also so important is because it showcases your boundary setting ability. So for your kids, it teaches your kids about boundaries, one. So it teaches your kids that boundaries are important. Two, it teaches them for future reference how it is to set their own personal boundaries. And three, basically everybody gets what they need, right? Quality time. You don't feel the guilt. You're able to give of your best in that specific time 
And then when you go back to the actual task that you have to do, you go back there feeling empowered and energized because you got to spend time with the people that you love without guilt, right? So that is also um, another thing that you could do. What else have I been doing in terms of productivity that has supported me? So definitely planning the night before for a recap. So planning the night before, not going on social media first thing in the morning, deciding to do one important but not urgent task first um ensuring that the time frame so i have a stipulated time frame for that for those tasks important and not urgent or any task as a matter of fact that is work related so as i said my friend mentioned having a playlist and you jam to that playlist uninterrupted so no distraction your phone is not around your phone is on do not disturb nothing else matters but before you decide to jam for that time of the playlist make sure that you're super clear about what the task is that you have to do so if it's a podcast if it's a social media post if it's writing a blog if it's doing your accounting if it's producing music whatever it is you're doing make sure that you're super clear on what is oh bonus what i have also Notice helps me in a big way is a freaking checklist. So those activities, right? Those activities that have so many small moving parts, make sure you have a checklist. So either you have a checklist on your computer screen or you have a checklist on a notepad or you have something. But as you go through, as you decide to engage in this particular task for this particular project, there's a checklist that you're going to go through. Okay, so create podcast upload podcast to podbean um or well i will start before that right do seo research then you do, then you do the podcast then you upload it to podbean then you distribute it on social media then you create a blog and of course under each of those headings there are sub things to do so have a very detailed checklist so that as you go through each activity you legitimately could tick it off and in that space is where you will do your logging of your half hour um, things to see what you've been doing within each half hour so that you would know okay this thing takes a lot longer than i imagine or this activity takes a lot shorter remember what is measured is improved so after we do that and of course pay attention to the space in the day that you have the most energy so you don't want to do these type of tasks when you blur when you don't have any energy. So those, this is why the self-awareness and being aware of what it is, how your energetic state and your flow of energy works. It differs from person to person. Move your body, stay hydrated, eat food that actually supports you and get enough sleep. So I'm going to say this with no, no type of remorse, right? This, I think this generation of people, so for those of you who are taking me in, I think you and I, we do not go with this sleep is for suckers mentality. Like, I'm not an advocate for that because to me, that was like, you know, years ago, like many years ago, like the older generation, um, persons who would say, you know, don't sleep, successful people don't sleep, successful people don't sleep. And you know what? I agree, you know. But I also know a lot more in terms of my energy and my creative life force and um, me being able to show up in the best capacity that I can and being the version of myself that I desire to be in the future, that I get to be here now. And that, that requires me sleeping. 
And this is not me being lazy. This is me being very, very sincere. If you are to think about your future self and your future self only gets three hours of sleep, then sure, no problem. But if you think about your future self and your future self is somebody who gets seven hours of sleep and or eight hours of sleep and wakes up feeling like a champion ready to impact and take over the world, then my girl, my boy, you get to do that now. Like you don't have to wait until the next six months or the next two years to do that. You get to do that now. And in order for you to do that now, then you just need to revamp, prioritize and restructure your day so that you could do that. Because I've had experiences of feeling so sleep deprived that I felt like I was drunk. Like I felt like I was high. That was disservice to me, disservice to my daughter, disservice to my business, just pure disservice. And of course, life is life. So it's not going to be that every day, you know, you get to sleep 10 hours, 8 hours, 3 day. Sure, great. But it, your regular should not be 3 hours of sleep. Unless, of course, you are able to get up and function like a champion through the day. I know people who get three to five hours of sleep and they are able to champion through the day and their life is set up where they could take naps throughout the day so they don't feel that three to five hours situation. For mummies like myself, there's no such thing as getting a nap just so, just so in the middle of the day. So seven hours of sleep is necessary for me to champion through the next 18 hours that I have to be awake. All right? So... I said a lot. I hope you guys took notes. This here is me sharing what I've been doing so far to improve my productivity because where I'm at in my business is requiring me to show up differently. And some unlearning, deconditioning, revamping, you know, just asking myself what the F um, was necessary. And while I do this work to become a better version of myself, I am, of course, sharing it with you. So of all these little tips that I've shared with you, do let me know which one resonated. Have you been trying any of these? Which ones are you going to stop? Which one are you going to try? Let me know. Leave a review. Reviews let these let our podcast share and reach further and farther places than we could imagine. I appreciate your love. I appreciate support. Share it on social media as well. And I will talk with you soon. Mwah!